Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hey everyone, my name is Danilo Petrovic. I'm Ilya Marchenko. I'm Janis Kuda. I'm Evgeny Donskoy. I'm Henry Laksan. I'm Peter Turetko, and, and you're listening to the Game to Love podcast. Hey, welcome back, tennis fans. It's another podcast from Game to Love, and this one is about the Olympics, which have now finished. We have our gold medal winners, JG. Yeah, uh, well, not for the top tippers, we don't, because that's going to continue. But we have the winners for the Olympics, and there was a few different events. Obviously, we had the mixed doubles, we had the men's doubles, the women's doubles, the women's singles, and the men's singles. We'll start off... With the title, the men's singles, Alex Zverev winning the gold medal, silver to Hatchinov, and the bronze wasn't Djokovic, it was Karenio Busta. A bit of a shock, really, uh, to see Djokovic going this whole Olympics without a medal, uh, considering he entered the mixed doubles as well. I find absolutely crazy, to be fair. Um, I thought personally he wouldn't have got the gold. I know I did it in the draw preview, but I thought to get a, to not get a bronze as well. Is ludicrous. Did not expect it whatsoever. But Zverev, on the other hand, amazing. He was really the best player. He beat Djokovic en route to winning the whole thing. He looked great in the final as well. I know you covered the whole thing. And it's historic for him. He's the first man from Germany to ever win gold in the Olympics, uh, in the tennis. And it, I feel like it's, it's even more special because he's the man who stopped Djokovic getting the golden slam defending his countrywoman Steffi Graf's title in 1988 mm. winning the winning the super sl- uh, the golden slam yeah indeed mate i'll just bring up the uh, the result there so people can have a quick look at it uh, if you missed it yeah he did it in impressive fashion as well i think that was the main thing about this tournament itself we go through and just show some of the players that he actually yeah. beat along the way uh, I think that that was where it started. There you go. Yeah. yeah. So started off with Lou, who was that protected ranking man. 
<laughs> who seems to be protected forever. <laughs> look of it. Overprotected, and, uh, I think. Yeah, <laughs> I think so. But you see there, all the zeros uh, for sets against him, the only person who grabbed one was Djokovic. And then the final was as easy as you like, really, wasn't it? Yeah. 6-3, 6-1 against Hatchinov. And I think I gave Hatchinov a bit too much respect, really, and probably not enough respect on Alex Verev because he's the player with all the tools, and that was the key to the win in the final, him having more tools than Hatchinov. And he played great the whole tournament. Well done, Zverev. We can sing your praises, finally, and look forward to the next tournament of his now. And surely all of the negative press will be disappearing a little bit, and people are actually getting excited about his potential now on the tour. I think that's the key now. Yeah, I think especially for the US Open, who's to say Zverev can't go far? He did very well in the last time, got to the final. Um, can he go one step better? That's the question. Can he win the whole thing? He's, he's sort of due a Grand Slam, I feel now. He's done all right in the Masters over the years. Uh, he's won the ATP finals. He's now got an Olympic medal. I think the big next big uh, best thing is going to be a Grand Slam. There's only four to choose from. I think probably his best shot would maybe be a US Open. Definitely. I totally agree with you. US Open is the one tournament that's sort of most up for grabs. And you think that anyone could go on and win that one. There'd be a few people pitting themselves for that title. And this is the sort of tournament where there's two defending champions, really, uh, if you look at it. Because Rafa didn't defend his title in 2020. So he's the 2019 champion and Dominic team, the 2020 champion. So we'd have two defending champions in the US Open, which will be interesting. But Zverev, it could have been his last yeah. year. I was just looking at the slams because I was fascinated to see. And you'll mm. be surprised to know his best slam is actually the French Open. He's got a 75% win record there. He got to the semi-final in 21 uh, well, this year, but really got to a few quarterfinals. The best result has been a final in the US Open. So I think that's the one we can push on from now. Um, and he's got a 73% win record in the Australian Open. And then the US Open's third, Wimbledon fourth. So really, it's his third best slam uh, statistically. But then we've not had one this year. And I think he's going to do very well. So following up from last year, if he gets to a final, then this could probably push up to maybe the second best statistically or something. Yeah, I think it's the confidence thing is the main part of this Olympic win that could carry him on. And I know that we've said it a few times already, but it's worth noting that Andy Murray, he was in the same position really as Zverev. He'd been to, I believe, a final just before the Olympics, which where he lost to Roger Federer. And then he got to another final in the US Open and managed to finally win it after beating Roger Federer in uh, the well the what was it the London 2020 final yeah so that type of thing he can look at Murray and think yeah that could be me uh US Open is the next available one and you carry the momentum on and he's going to be the one everyone's looking at now Djokovic he he's got a lot to prove if he comes up against Zverev again in the slam it's going to be more nerves, I think, yeah. on Djokovic's side now. He, Djokovic definitely has a better chance, though, in a Grand Slam. It'll be best of yeah. five scenario. Um, maybe Zverev could pull force it to five. I think it would be a really good match, regardless. I know they played, I think it was Australian Open start of the year, and Djokovic beat him in four yeah. sets. I remember we covered it as a watch-along. But I just want to look go back to his route quickly. Sure. Because I feel like the first two, granted, pretty easy for someone like Zverev. 
But I think Basasvili, someone who's won a few titles already this year on the hard courts, he's a tough player to beat. And then you've got Sardi as well. He's He's been looking really good. He beat, obviously, Azlan Karatsev in the Olympics. Um, I forget who else he, he beat, but he's been he's definitely capable of beating some good players. So to be able to do that in straight sets, you've got to put a lot of respect on his name. And then followed it up beating Djokovic. Um, that match we covered, Djokovic did look a bit out of sorts. But then you could argue the fact that Zverev sort of forced him into that and made him very frustrated. Djokovic obviously throw his, threw his racket into the crowd. There's no crowd there, but into the stands. Uh, and smashed his racket up. He was he was getting under his skin big time. I and I think Buster that was match, wasn't it? <laughs> for anyway. I that thought was that like was, what? was that in the Buster match or was that in the Zverev match? I thought it was a Zverev match. Was it? I don't know. Oh I no. Forget. Oh maybe, yeah. I'm not sure. I forget. Anyway. Because that was afterwards, wasn't it? That one. I think that was, yeah, yeah, you're was right. yeah, yeah. his frustration was released, I think, in that next match. Yeah. But in that match with Zverev. Zverev was the one who chucked his racket on the floor. Yeah, and yeah that's right. Yeah. It changed sort of the match around, didn't it, for Zverev? Yep. And Djokovic just misfired consistently in uh, that eight-game spell where he didn't win a game. Yeah. And I don't think I've ever seen that happen before no. to Djokovic. <laughs> very, very strange thing to witness. But that's just credit to him. He is that sort of invincible guy on court. To see him lose two games in a row is sometimes a shock. Eight, that's, well, I don't know. It was something out of a, a fairy tale for, for Alex Verev. Well played to him. He's going to be a feared man on tour now. If you can do that type of thing to Novak Djokovic. Well, a lot of people are saying Djokovic is, has come out and said as well that he's injured. Um, he had multiple injuries. It's hard to read too much into it because it seems to me these injuries only get announced once he's um, once he loses. Um, I'm not to say he's not injured. I'm sure he must be carrying some kind of niggles here and there. But then it's always sort of comes to light after he's lost. I'd prefer maybe for him to, say, win an event and then be like, oh, I'm I'm really injured. Um, but it's just, it doesn't really sit very well with me, this whole injury after you've lost. Yeah, it's uh, some people could say it's a bit bad gamesmanship to come out because there's a lot of people, uh, I always draw the the fighting comparison when fighters finish and they've just been beaten in a fight it's easy for them to say well I came in with a broken foot or I came yeah. in with a broken rib and that's why but a lot of them don't say anything and they just say well done I lost to the better guy on the day and then you might find out a couple of years down the line that they are injured that's fine but not on, directly after to mention the reasons for you losing not being the opponent's strengths being your own uh, your own injuries so just a bit because disappointing. If it was a five set, probably would have beaten Zverev. <laughs> and Possible, yeah. I'm, I'm pretty sure he wouldn't have come out and then said, oh, I'm injured. No, he would have been looking forward to the uh, gold to the medal match. <laughs> yeah. Exactly right. But probably probably would have won it as well, if I'm honest, if he had gone to that final. It didn't seem that Hatchinov had much to offer, really, other than a forehand and a serve. And I, I'm unsure, really, how how he managed to to get there with only those weapons. Uh, he played so well, but he was just using those two weapons throughout the whole tournament, and no one really worked it out until Zverev in the final. Mm. And Zverev, well, you run around your backhand against Zverev at your own peril, I think, because yeah. you leave the whole court open, and that happened to him multiple times, and the ball was just blasted into the open court by that Zverev backhand, and it was an amazing shot. Well, I loved watching it. Yeah. Well played, Zverev, but unfortunately, well, Hatchinov 
great to get a silver medal, I think. he was. Yeah, I, th- I think he is grateful for that. And just some quotes from Zverev after the match. Mm. Um, he was talking about the importance of it. He said, I've won a, a World Tour Finals, but a gold medal at the Olympics, the value is incredible because you're not only playing for yourself, you're playing for your country. Um, it's an incredible feeling. There's nothing better than this. And you saw he was a bit emotional as well. Um, sort of answering a lot of the critics saying the importance of the Olympics in tennis. Uh, I know we've talked about on the podcast a few times how much do players value an Olympics Olympic title compared to, say, a Masters or an ATP Finals or, of course, Grand Slams. I think Grand Slams will always be the pinnacle of the sport. But if anything... The Olympics for me is like the fifth Grand Slam. I think it's the next best from 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 a Grand Slam, and it definitely deserves a lot of respect because it's not easy to do. It comes around every four years. Uh, there's always a lot of pressure, immense pressure, um, on on all of the all of the players. And Zverev handled it better than everyone. Um, and on the women's, Belinda Bencic did as well. And the most special thing for that win for me, I know we're just sort of I'm shifting on to the women's. No Was there anything more you want to say about the men's? No, man. I think we we sort of spoke about it yesterday. We we're just sort of following on from what we were saying. Just high praise for Zverev. Looking forward to him pushing on from this and hoping to see him conquer his demons and grab a slam. And that's, I think, the main takeaway from this Olympics. We're hoping that he will now produce his best tennis again on the big stage. That's that's all I got to say. We want it to happen because he's the next generation after the big guys. So come on, let's see some of these next players step up now and take it to them in the big tournaments. We've seen Tsitsipas sort of do it against Nadal, took him out, couldn't do it against Djokovic. Someone's got to do it against Djokovic in the big big tournaments. That's all we've got to see. So, yeah, we'll move on anyway to Belinda Bencic, because she had a storming week, didn't she? Ridiculous. I mean, is she the next Krajikova? <laughs> so it's crazy because she's the the last gold medal winner was Monica Pig, a bit of an un, unexpected one. Mm. This is a bit unexpected as well. But Bencic really deserved it. She was amazing. I thought my standout player of the tournament was Vondrasova. I thought, in fact, she would have won the title. I know she got silver medal, but I'm just super impressed. Bencic was able to do it. And there's one person I'm happy happy for as much as Bencic. That's Roger Federer because he was thrilled. Uh, he was the first person to come out on Instagram. He posted a picture of Bencic with the with the medal saying history. History yeah. for Switzerland. Obviously, I think Federer's won a doubles title with Stan Wawrinka, but he's got silver in the singles. So it's good for, for Switzerland that they're able to get that singles gold medal. And it wasn't easy. It really wasn't easy. Bencic, I think the first set was so key. And it was a close first set, an hour long. Um, just the one break was needed and Bencic got it and, and took the set. Um, but but yeah, you can yeah. you can see there, it, it got to the business end and it was tough for her. But after that, I think Vondrasova took the second set quite comfortably um, and yeah. I was expecting then her to, to dominate and, and win the third set quite comfortably. It wasn't to be. Bencic come back, fought hard um, with that early break. So I think, what's it? Vondrasova broke the first game, is that right? Yes, correct. Yeah, so it takes a lot to come back from from already winning the first set and then being da- losing the second, then being down a break in the championship, the gold medal set. Um, but she fought really hard and fair play to Bencic. Not sure what's going to be next for her. Um, could she be sort of like a dark horse now for the US Open? 
Yeah, I mean, it's tough to say, really. With ben it's Kishan. open, isn't it? The women's oh, tour It really is. I didn't see her even get into the final. I have to say, and if you take a look down her route, it was not an easy one. You see here, three, she went to three yeah. sets four times on the on the route to the final there, uh, and well, in, oh yeah, you can't say play. Bencic won the gold by having an easy route, and it, no. she was a. Uh, it was one of the toughest routes. I think yeah. the, the first one, Pagula. Um, yeah. where, where was she? Was it semi-finalist of the US Open? Just, yeah, she was up there, mate. It, she, or really... quarter. she did very well, I remember. Uh, she's a really good hard quarter. We thought she could go very deep in this tournament. Yep. She beat her straight set. She then beat Doi. She beat Krajikova, the lady who no one loses to. Um, oh, no, sorry. The, the lady, the one <laughs> no one, no one's able to beat. Yeah. She she ended up uh, beating her. Pavlochenkova. She's having a great season. Rybakina's having a great season. And then Vondrasova, for me, was the player of the Olympics in, in, in across, across both the men's and the women's. Vondrasova was amazing. She looked, she looks generally back to her best. And for me, I'm going to be watching her with a close eye because I think she could do some damage at the US Open now that she's playing so well. What she did against Osaka was amazing. And she followed up with some other big wins as well. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, there's sort of the who's who in this lead That's up it. To- Australian Open quarterfinal. There Pagula. you go. Perfect. Yeah, Pagula, tough, really tough first round match. And that was one of her easiest victories in a, just a break, a set. Doi, she did similar, 6-2, 6-4. And then the battle commenced and she went on. She lost, uh, she got breadsticked by Krajikova in the first set and then managed to win in three. Then she bageled Pavlichenkova and then lost the second set, had to win in three. Uh, Ribakina was the closest one of the lot, really, to be honest. A tough tie-break first set and then lost the second and then came through in the third. And we should have really seen it coming. She won the first set in the final, lost the second. Should have known. She's been there before, done it three times already, and she did it again. And what resolve she showed. And she's been somebody who I've, been a bit wary of on the women's tour of selecting in my brackets because I know that she's been a bit up and down with her form she's not been one that I've really could rely on for a consistent win uh, percentage really over a few tournaments over the past year or so but it looks like she's coming back into form and at the right time as well onto the hard courts I think you're right I think she could be one she showed fight and that is the, the key thing here in this Olympic win. That is one thing you can't really train people to have that sort of heart in matches. Yeah, She showed it in abundance. And I think Von Josova, like you said, she was probably the player of the tournament. Yeah, But she didn't have the heart to beat Belinda Bencic. Yeah, well, I think it's between both of them. Because if you look at Bencic as well, I don't know if you've touched on it, but she got to the final of the doubles as well for the women. Yes, She yes, lost she that final, uh, the winner. No other than the best, the best female double pairing we've seen in a while, Sinia Kova um, and Krajikova. Yes. They're unplayable on any surface. They're probably going to win the US Open. They are the best doubles pairing we, we've seen for a while. Um, and Krajikova, because she can do it in the doubles and the singles, probably a better doubles yeah. player, if anything. And that just shows her, that just shows you, she's just won a Grand Slam this year, and we're saying that she's a better doubles player. Well, she is. She's got multiple grand slams in in doubles, and this is the number one pairing in women's doubles. Um, fantastic! Look how easily they did it as well. First set, a little bit of a struggle. Second set, see you later, breadstick. Yep. And 
I don't know. It's just great to see them. They're such a great pairing, those two as well. They, they just like complement each other so well. They just know exactly where each other is on the court. Um, it just works perfectly. Looks fun. That's the thing. Yeah. The one, the key thing with those two is they're always smiling. They're always having a good time, and they're both amazing tennis players in singles and in doubles now. So. Hats off to them. I think we're going to see even more titles coming from them on a doubles perspective yep. and possibly more from uh, Krejcikova in the singles too. Yep. I think if she, like Clay seems to be her wheelhouse. It uh, suits her game very well. But I wouldn't be surprised if she goes deep in some of the other slams as well. Yeah, no, 100%, mate. And the last one is the mixed doubles. Uh, yes. Mixed doubles has been kind of a theme of a lot of the Olympics. I know there's been lots of new events. I was watching the badminton. They've got a mixed doubles team. It seems to be more events than ever. Uh, Andy Murray's come out on Twitter and said how he loves the mixed double, uh, the mixed format. And I agree. I think it's great as well. It sort of complements each other quite nicely. It makes it very exciting. I think it allows for sort of men and women to play different styles of games, maybe they're different shots they're not necessarily used to on their respective tours. And it brings the best out of you, for sure. And this one was an all-Russian all affair. Uh, Karatsev, Rublev playing against each other again, this yep. time in the in the mixed doubles. And it was, well, nothing separated them, to be fair. It was so close. It's a matter of a, of a, of a point in the end. Um, I thought Karatsev would have won and with Vesnina because they've, they've been the more impressive doubles pairing. Uh, and they've played before, obviously, winning a tournament already this year yes it, uh, did they win I thought they came when they ran her up in the French Open weren't they no but I think they did win one before was it Dubai maybe oh, oh no maybe, maybe not maybe that was are, actually, are you no, talking he, about... he won with Rublev didn't yeah, he yeah with Rublev yes exactly yeah. right, I think mate, he won the mixed doubles he come you're right he come runner up runner up but still that's really good considering his year He's what I meant is they've played together and they look they've already shown in other tournaments that they're quite good. Oh, definitely. They're, they've they've both proved that they're good on the doubles circuit now as well, which is really promising. As if Russia need any more to cheer about in tennis. They had an all-Russian final. Uh, Vezhnina, she looks like she compliments Karatsev very well on the doubles court. And they, even though they have a she silent... She does his interviews for him as well. <laughs> silent partnership that they have. Uh <laughs> It's interesting to see. It's just he's Karatsev, the man of few words, and Vezhnina, she does the talking and he does the business uh, on the court, the power, it seems. So, uh, mate, it's a, it's a match made in heaven. Unfortunately, they take out Djokovic and Stojanovic and couldn't just get it done against uh, Rublev Pavlyuchenkova. But what a great... If that's going to be two double a doubles pairing, which... Both of them go on this year and keep on competing. We could see that match up again, I think, in yeah. some other uh, mixed doubles finals in slams, potentially, which yeah, would be agreed. really exciting. No, I like them both. I think, I think it works well. Yeah, really do. Uh, sad for Karatsev, though. But you've still got, I think, at the beginning of the year, would you have had Karatsev with <laughs> Olympic silver medal in the mixed doubles? Uh, I don't think so. So his his season still goes from strength to strength and 2021 is not over yet. Yeah. And we've still got the US Open to come. So is there one last hurrah and possibly ATP finals if he did well there? Yeah. So there's still potential. I know there's going to a lot of naysayers saying, get off the bandwagon, Ben and JG. Come on. <laughs> Karatsev hype's over. It's not over until this year's over. He's still going to be like pushing for that ATP Tour finals. 
I think it's never going to be over. We'll we'll always hype him up for as long as he plays. Exactly um, right, mate. And I know we've got to get back to work, but the final thing we want to do is sort of touch on some of the events we missed uh, these last few weeks. There's been a lot going on. And really since Wimbledon, we've not done as many sort of roundup podcasts, podcasts as we'd like. But we're, we're here now. Uh, I've totted up all of the winners for all of the brackets. So I'll give a shout out to all of you now. And then we can see how me and Ben are getting on as well against each other in them. I think oh, Ben God. clawed some back, but then I won some as well. Yeah, I dropped off a bit, didn't I? Right, I'll try and share this, see if you can all see it. I don't know if I'm all the way at the bottom. Tell me if... Uh, oh. No, just keep going down. So this one to start off with is the ATP one. Uh, Wimbledon, uh, the, the winner was Matt Mood. Matt Mahmood. Uh, we yeah. have reached out to him for his prize. That's great. Djokovic won that, and I was able to actually win a Grand Slam. I think it's my first Grand Slam win against Ben, yes. which is... It took me a while. I didn't think it would have been Wimbledon out of all of them, but I'll take I'll take what I can get. Indeed. We then had Hamburg. Booster won that. So shout out to Ayodas31. Bastad. With, this is the start of Casper Rude's run. Uh, he yeah. won three sit with another two afterwards. We had Deck. Is it 96? Yes. Uh, we then had Isaac win Newport and Gested. We then had Dergret7 win Umag. Tom Lazar win Los Cabos. Brandon SG won the Olympics. Um, oh, Chuck F won Kitzball. And Ratchet Mefwani won Atlanta with Big John. Ah, Big John, mate. He did it. You had Big John as well. Well done to you. Yep. Well, I've had Kyrgios. What a great shout that was. He didn't get very far, did he? Got a bit overhyped, I think, uh, based upon his last results there. Yeah, but I think it's pretty even, mate, for me and you. Since Wimbledon, we're going neck and neck, not much separating us at all. Prefer that. I, I think hope. we should just we should have played it safe and gone rude every time. Very true, mate. I tried to go a bit out there and hope Alcaraz did a bit more, but unfortunately he's a bit maybe a bit too uh, fresh. Uh I'm got a bit overhyped again on the youngsters. Apologies. Right, so over to the women's side. I'll let you do it. Right, so since Wimbledon, obviously we had Wimbledon, we had Lenny winning Wimbledon there with Barty. Well done. Hamburg, <laughs> JG wins that one. Cronio <laughs> Buster won the tournament there. With, uh... No, that's, not, that's the one that's not updated. I was in so Apologies. <laughs> it's women's, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, what? What's happened there? <laughs> you must do on the women's. That's the men's one. He J- won. J- JG's just stitching up Kenny uh, <laughs> Buster there. That's the hatred he had. He's put him into the women's bracket. <laughs> just ignore that one. I'll tell you who won it, but you can go through the others. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. Uh, Krajikova winning in Prague. We've got, and that's Shaddai winning that one. We had tennis 10-12. With Putin Saver winning in Budapest, uh, we had me winning. Wow, in a uh, Lausanne with Zidansek, uh, the the winner. Well, I think that's the first time for everything. I, might, I think I might have won one other one before as well. So I think I had a couple. I think somebody quoted me at one point. We've got Gudinia, and we had JG winning that one between us, and then we have I'm Chris Hansen. Take a seat, and that was Zav- Zan Zanevska was the winner there. Is that yeah. right? Yeah, that's wow. right. Yeah. Didn't know so that. So one, one, which no, no one really got. I don't think even um Chris Hansen got it. Uh, I can, can I can announce the Hamburg winner was in fact it was John Lupo, the WTA expert. Wow! <laughs> and the winner of the event was Roos. Ah, okay, perfect. Well, very good player. 
The next tournament was Palermo. We had Daria G winning that one. And the winner of the tournament was uh, Daniel Collins. Uh, and I was beating JG on that one. And then I won the uh, the Olympic women's by the looks of it. I think you Born won both Olympics. Oh, wow, mate. Well, I'm surprised I won the women's. I think I did terribly in the women's ones. But uh, the men, I thought I did better in the men's. But I, obviously, I'd job it. My, my women's one wasn't great either. Well, Benchich the winner and Borny nineteen sixty four. Is that born in nineteen sixty four? But uh yeah, the winner there. Uh do we go over to the other side to see the top tip of bit or is that on the first tab? That's on the first tab. Okay, I'll go back to the first tab quickly and uh, I'll try not to scroll too fast because I know it goes a bit mad. But it's right. no surprise who it is. Uh yeah. and that's the July winner, the King Leon. So he's gone back to back now. Uh, yeah. Tom's still leading though. He's won three of them. Chris Smear won March. Kathy won May. Um, yes. I don't know if you want to add in there though. A notable mention for June. I know we did say we were going to do it, it was for Michael Walker. So yeah. maybe we'll just stick him on the side in asterisks for now. Uh, we'll make something look a bit a little bit better next time. Um, but yeah, and, and currently me and Ben, the, the leaderboard is at the top. I think it's twenty four eighteen. So six gap. And Tom Lazar now is the standout GTL. Uh, ATP fan. He's winning the whole thing wow. on the ATP. He's won more events than anyone else. Well, let's so shout out a... to Tom. I'll have a quick look on the women's side. Oh, you're beating me on that side as well. 18, 14. Closer. <laughs> be a little bit closer. And Shaddai, the number one WTA picker by the looks of it. Well done to you. Yeah. Exciting. We've, got, we've got a few more tournaments going on. Obviously, Washington, Rafa's back. Go check out our draw preview video we did yesterday for that. Uh, for now, we're going to have to wrap it up. Well done to Benchic. Well done to Zverev. Two gold medalists. Two probably we wasn't expecting. There wasn't mm-hmm. many people who picked him on the bracket. Um, but yeah, we'll see you guys later on for some more tennis content. For now, if you haven't already, like the video, hit the subscribe button, and we'll see you guys very soon. Take it easy, guys. Podcast Network. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.